Eleanor stood before the abbess's oak table, hiding her fear behind the deceptively sweet smile and innocent expression she always assumed in the presence of authority. The abbess had not yet arrived, but the very chamber itself contained a forbidding air that seemed to emanate from the tapestried walls, the silver candelabra, the carved oak chest, even the flickering ivory tapers. It was a hot August afternoon, but inside these quarters there was a chill. Eleanor had no idea why she had been summoned from the schoolroom. Images of recently broken abbey rules flocked into her mind. Climbing an apple tree in the orchard, snatching a loaf of bread from the kitchen after Compline, letting a flock of chickens out of their pen to run loose over the grounds, stealing out of the dorter after matins. Too many to count. She prided herself on seeing how many rules could be broken before the abbess of Fontevraud found out. The door opened behind her. With unsteady fingers, Eleanor smoothed down the skirt of her black convent gown, made sure the white cap was tied securely under her chin. Sit down, my child. The abbess appeared on the opposite side of the table. Framed in a stark white wimple, the stern face with its long aristocratic nose looked benign, almost kindly. So unusual was the abbess's expression that instinctively Eleanor knew this summons could not concern her misdeeds. Apprehension fluttered like a cluster of moths in her belly. Once she was seated, her eyes encountered the grim scenes of martyred saints depicted on the crimson and blue wall hangings. She quickly looked away. "'My child, I fear I have bad news for you,' the abbess said in her calm voice. "'This morning an equerry arrived from the ducal palace in Poitiers to inform us that death has claimed your mother and brother.' She crossed herself. I deeply mourn your loss, but urge you to remember that your mother and brother are with the Queen of Heaven now. Requiescent in pace. Her mother? Dead? And little William, barely two years old? It could not be true. Eleanor tried to picture her mother, whom she had not seen since she came to Fontevraud a year ago. All she could conjure up was a gentle, retiring shadow, trying to make her behave in a proper manner. But for seven of her eight years, that shadow had remained steadfast as the morning sun, predictable as the evening stars. Impossible to imagine life without her. It must be a mistake. Eleanor opened her mouth to say as much, but the words stuck in her throat. You may be excused from your lessons for the remainder of the afternoon, continued the abbess. I know you will want to pray in the chapel, and Sister Cecile waits outside to accompany you.'